tournament in Valentine. High School Wrestling on KKPR is brought to you by the Power 99 Sports Club. He takes him over to his back. He gets a two count. They're so tough, and Kluthi's one of them, and he has thrown him to his back. Back for the fall. In 3-11, Garrett Kluthi of Ord has become a four-time conference champion for the Ord Chanticleers. The road to Omaha is finalized today, and we'll keep you up to date on all the district tournaments around the state with live play-by-play from Valentine. It's the C4 District Tournament coming up next as Central Nebraska's best wrestling coverage continues. But first, it's the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll join KKPR Sports Director Doug Duda live from Valentine right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. And welcome back, everyone, to Valentine High School. Thank you to Mr. Cronin, to Gus, and all the folks here for their hospitality as we are ready for the championship around C4 District Wrestling. But as we look across the state, Class A basically done. But most of the others are either just getting started or just finishing up their championship rounds. Doug Ditto, along with Terry Trampy, our producer engineer back in the studio, Grant Ty, they... You know, they're winners in wrestling in Valentine, and so they're going to put on a show, and that's really cool. And in this COVID year, we've had to do a lot of things different. They are walking in all of the first through fourth place wrestlers, all the kids that have qualified for state, and they're doing that with the spotlight and a little bit of the smoke machine here. And you've got a smaller gymnasium, although a nice gymnasium here at Valentine and they're getting ready to get the championships underway. According to Nebraska Wrestling and the Nebraska Scholastic Wrestling Coaches Association, just two of the top ten teams in Class C are here in this district, and that is O'Neill and that is Ord. And as you take a look at the team scores right now, O'Neill first and Ord second, and it is extremely close as I welcome in former Ord coach and the Hall of Famer, Derry Trampy, who knows a little something about Amherst and SEM and Bertrand and a few other stops <laughs> along the way. But O'Neill has 109.5 points. Ord has 108. Ravenna has 101. Amherst has 94. And, Coach, uh, that's kind of what we thought maybe coming in that we would see here today. Yeah, that's that's kind of the way we – when I looked at it, I thought that's probably the direction it would go. I told Coach Ferentz, you know, that you guys got a pretty good chance to get second. He says, I think we got a chance to maybe pull out a win if things go right. And, you know, point and a half out going into the finals, you're going to have to have a good finals round. You're going to have to win some matches because O'Neill's certainly going to get their wins and Ravenna's going to get their wins as well. So this is going to be a interesting finals. There's going to be a lot of changing of places as we go through here. And usually in the districts, you get to this point, Valentine's usually 50, 60 points ahead of everybody. It's a race for second. So it's good to see it be competitive all the way through. So uh, team championships is one thing, but I, I know in the end, if you win the district championship right. wrestling, you're happy, but the whole point is to get your kids down to Omaha, and if you win the district, that means you got a lot of kids, or else you got a lot of quality kids right. that are going down. Yeah, and I think, and then you got kids that are going to score points for you down at state. You know, it's, you know, right now, what the kids are doing at this point, they're all state qualifiers, but they're wrestling to improve their seeds down at state, so to speak. You know, being a district champion going into state, is a lot better than being a district runner-up. 
you know, that type of thing. And so you got to hope that, you know, after today, you hope you draw good, put yourself in position to do well down there. But, you know, again, get quality kids down there and score points at the state meet next week is the main thing that we're trying to do. So so we're going to be bringing you the championship matches and letting you know what else went on around the state as they start to uh, wrap up. We also have the Heartland Hoops Classic, Auburn and Bancroft, Rosalie Lions, Decatur right now. On ESPN 1460 and 1550 AM and 92.1 FM. Earlier today, Grand Island beat Elkhorn Mount Michael by a score of 47 to 40. Also in the uh, first game of the day, it was Mullen defeating Loomis 51 to uh, 45. So they picked up the win in the Heartland Hoops Classic today. Also, St. Paul beat Elkhorn North 47 to 44. And Loganview is a winner over Grand Island Northwest 60 to 53. Later today, Grand Island Central Catholic will play Pius in the two marquee matchups tonight. Nebraska's top two teams against two of the top teams in the country. Number one, Bellevue West, will be taking on the number two team in the country, Sunrise Christian, at 7:15, And number two, Miller North, will be taking on Oak Hill Academy at 9 o'clock. When we come back, we'll be ready for championship wrestling from the C4 District Tournament in Valentine on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Five Points Bank of Hastings has again been awarded a five-star rating by Bauer Financial Research. We know our customers appreciate having their local community bank at the top of safety and soundness ratings. We are very proud of the five-star designation and will work hard to maintain this level of excellence. Knowing our community and knowing our customers, it's what sets a community bank apart from others. Five Points Bank of Hastings, member FDIC. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck in the games they play. Call Bailey Drywall of Pleasanton for residential or commercial drywall jobs. From the smallest paths to the largest walls, the professionals at Bailey Drywall can fix it right in a timely manner. New construction or just a remodel for all your drywall projects, big or small, they take care of all your walls. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton. All right, what happened today at the A2? Grand Island is your district champion. Here are your qualifiers for the Islanders. Madden Contos, third at 106. Pedro wins 113. Ian Obermiller wins 120. Blake Cushing wins 126. Ruglio Ruiz wins 132. Dane Aarons wins 138. Brody Aarons wins 145. Then Tyler Salpas was fourth at 152. Colby Lucas Savage, your district Casey Reese was fourth at 170. At 182 pounds, DeAndre Brock finishes in fourth. Nobody made it at 195 for the Islanders. Dalen Kelleviom is the runner-up at 220, and Michael Isley is third at 285. So Grand Island able to qualify 13 of their 14 wrestlers. For Carney High today in the A4, they finished in third place behind Norfolk and Lincoln East. And taking a look at the qualifiers, for Carney High today, at 113 pounds, Archer Helan finished in second. Ethan Lawrence was fourth at 120. Perry Swarm, the runner-up at 126. Cisco Rivas, the runner-up at 132. At 145 pounds, Bo Hostler was your champion. At 152, Gage Ferguson was the runner-up. At 170 pounds, Tate Kuchera finished in third. Carter Abels was fourth at 182. At 220, Dario Rodriguez was the runner-up, and Caden Johnson at heavyweight finished in third. 
We will take a look at what's going on with your Hastings teams and others in just a little bit. But right now, we're ready to go here on Power 99. Doug Duda along with Derry Trampy. And at 106, it'll be Trevin Edwards of Lewis Bertrand against John Alden, the freshman, 36-2 from O'Neill. And at 113, it'll be Jose Escondon of Gibbon against Tristan Grooms of Valentine. And not, again... Not sure what that process is. Again... <laughs> I, I, I love the support of wrestling. One uniform way to do it for districts across the state. Yeah. One match should be the winners, the finalists. One match should be third and fourth. Yeah. I don't understand why you do this. What if you got a kid in both finals? Yeah. You should have your head coach being able to coach Yeah, I, I'm not sure why we've got the two championship matches going on. The consolation match is on deck. That doesn't make doesn't seem to make a lot of sense in the grand scheme of things. So, But we're going to bring them to you. So we get to 106, and John Alden of O'Neill has an early takedown here over Edwards of Lewis Bertrand. Edwards comes to his feet, but then is tossed out of bounds. <laughs> over here at 113 pounds, Escondon of Gibbon, 25-2 junior against Grooms of Valentine. And Tristan was actually the number one seed. Uh, he's Valentine's had so many injuries and things. He's 10-4. They're heavyweight who has won six or seven matches, yep. one in the heartbreak round over uh, Tobenheim from Amherst. So that was a tough break there for Amherst. Amherst didn't really have a good heartbreak round. No. That doesn't ever happen. No, they had, a, they had a tough round. Usually that's where they come back and score a lot of points is in the wrestleback. So they had a tough tough round that go around and kind of put them, put them behind the eight ball a little bit in the finals if they're going to try to move up into the team contention. So Escadon gets a takedown to take a 2-0 lead a minute into his match. And we're 2-1 down here at 106 with Edwards getting an escape. And both guys on their feet with a minute 10 left in the first period. Our coverage of the C4 District Wrestling Tournament is brought to you by Impact Seed. Craig Weech is your Pioneer Seed dealer. Learn more about seed treatment options for your operation. Contact Pioneer Sales Professional Craig Weeches of Impact Seed today. Pioneer Science with Service delivering success. Escondon will get the takedown at a 2-0 lead here with 30 seconds to go in the first period. Edwards gets a takedown here with a minute left in the first period to take a 3-2 lead over got Alden, Alden from O'Neill. So he's got 3-2 lead over Alden. he got 40 seconds left in the first period. Got a deep half on, but Alden looks like he's pretty flexible. Doesn't look like he's taking him any place to that one, although he's trying to stretch him out and drive it ahead. Lost his half now, and he's back behind covering the hips. Edwards ranked second according to any wrestling. Alden ranked fourth. At 113 pounds, Escondon is ranked third, and then Grooms is ranked eighth. But it's all decided here on the mat, and then, of course, next week in Omaha. And again, a reminder, these wrestlers here in Class C will not take the mat in Omaha until next Friday at 5 p.m. in opening round and quarterfinal matches with the consolations to go along with it. All right, come to the end of the first period here at 106 with Edwards holding to a 3-2 lead right now. We go to the end of the first period at 113 pounds, and Escondon with a 2-0 lead over Tristan Grooms of Valentine. Looks like we got a little nosebleed here for Grooms, so they'll pack that up and get ready to go. Of course, Escondon with a great year last year, looking to take that next step this year. Escondon wins the toss. He's going to take bottom. Edwards Edwards won the toss, or got had the toss deferred to him, choice deferred to him. He chose bottom. Right now, if he can come out the back door, he's going to have Alden in real trouble because he's, he's popping the head out. There's his reversal, so he's got a 5-2 lead now. <clears throat> Alden, Alden tried to hang on to that with those underhooks, but just couldn't hang on to it. Edwards just too long and too strong. Edwards is a big six-pounder. Yeah, 35-1. and one. 
for his Wolf Kings. Bertrand Vikings, Loomis Wolves together for wrestling. 3-0 now as Eskendon does get the escape here to start the second period at 113 pounds for the given Buffaloes. Wow. Uh Uh-oh. Groom's trying to make something happen here on Eskendon. He's going to get the takedown. Eskendon tried a little duck under to get behind him, and Groom's just crowded into him and got him in trouble. And now a reversal over here on the other man at 106. Alden of O'Neill gets the reversal to cut the deficit to 5-4. So both of our local wrestlers were in control, and now they're on bottom. Looks like he's got a splits locked up here. Alden does. Of course, they're out of bounds, it looks like, have been. So a restart with 33 seconds to go here in the second period. And it is Edwards of Lewis Bertrand up 5-4. Alden looks good with his legs in. He does a nice job getting them in. Got a false start down here on red. So Alden gets called for the false start. That's his first one. So he's got another one to give. Eskendon trying to find a way to get an escape here in the final 30 seconds of his period as he is up 3-2 to two after Grooms took him down. But hasn't really been able to get to any kind of a base over here. Now he's trying to roll through, but Grooms able to put the pressure on up top. He's got secure of that right arm. Doesn't look like we're going to get any more scoring here in the second period. So as he's trying to tip him, he's going to run out of time. Yep. Three to two, Eskendon of Given leads Grooms of Valentine. will go to the third period, and Grooms will get choice. We had our second caution down here on O'Neill against Alden of O'Neill, so he's got one more caution. He's going to give up a point. Uh, Edwards comes out with a good, strong move out of there, trying to get himself out. He just needs to circle around and catch that leg, and he'll get his reversal. He's got six seconds to try to score here. Alden is hanging on to that leg. And looks like he's going to come up on top again and be, be out of trouble. So... So we go to the third period. Trevor Edwards of Loomis Bertrand, five, and John Alden of O'Neill, four. And the choice here also goes to Alden, so he will take down. Both of the Central Nebraska wrestlers are up by one point with their opponents taking bottom to start the third period. Eskendon pretty good on top, too, Derry. Yes, he is. He rides really well. He follows the hips well, and he's got good hip pressure. got good, good pressure on the nose, keeps the nose heavy, keeps working him down. But you're talking about a Valentine kid on his home gym, his yeah. home mat. It's going to get loud here pretty soon. Yeah, you get in that last 20 seconds, you're, you're, you're wrestling 40, 45, 50 people at one time. Same story over here for O'Neill with a good crowd. Alden really getting those hips out. He's about ready to face Edwards and get it. It's his escape. Eskadon takes, takes Grooms to his back and gets the fall. Oh, my. Grooms is pinned by Eskadon in 3 minutes and 47 seconds. Alden gets the reversal and gets two back points, taking an 8-5 lead over Edwards with a minute 20 left in the match. It's a big move by Alden to flip him and put him on his back, absolutely no doubt. And now Edwards got to find a way to get that escape. It looks like he's going to get in trouble here again with letting him get the legs in, letting him get the splits on there. That makes that real difficult. I'm not sure what we're doing here, why we haven't done any consolation matches up to this point, because that looks like the 120-pound championship match. Is that correct, or is that a consolation match? We're moving out there with Ravenna and O'Neal at 120, and O'Neal in on an immediate takedown. Yeah, that's a, that's a championship match at 120, so I'm not sure why we haven't wrestled a consolation match yet. Good action right off the whistle over here. 
at 120 pounds, back over at 106. And trouble here, Yates of O'Neill against Clayton Wiedemeyer of Ravenna. Wiedemeyer almost in trouble. He gets out of there. It's 4-0. He did get taken down to his back. Now Alden takes him back over again with the legs. And I tell you what, Edwards is having a tough time getting out of these legs. Alden is really strong with him, does a lot of nice things. Edwards trying to come to a base, but there's only 20 seconds left. Trying to roll he can through step here. Over that. Get his tip cleared and step over. But he's only going to get two. Yeah, he may get. May Edwards get is going to get his two. He might get back out of this yet. He's he's getting a count. Is he going to get? Got to get five count to get there. He's not going to get enough. I think he's only going to get two. He but that's two all he careful. needs. Oh, that's all he needs. That's all he needs. Nine Trevor seven. Edwards comes Holy back to win at nine eight. Nine eight finish on that. What a match. What a finish on that match. Edwards was down 8-5 with 10 seconds to go. And now Coach Corkle from O'Neill wants to have a word with Dwayne Skiles doing his final district. They honored him here before the finals as he is uh, doing his last year of refereeing. And they are going to give the win to Edwards on score of 9-8 for Loomis Bertrand as he improves to 36-1 and one on the season. Now over at the 120-pound championship, Yates, who's just 25 and 10, is taking it to 38-9. Wiedemeyer of Ravenna. It looks like that almost like he's got a figure four on the body. I know he's got the one leg back inside the leg, but he had his other one up in the knee. That looked like that might have been a figure four, but officials didn't see that. Maybe I saw it wrong too. And two more near fall, and Wiedemeyer is going to use some injury time yep, here. Yep, he's sitting down, laying down on the mat with a bad back here. So we got the 106. I finally found a consolation <laughs> match. Finally got one down here at 106. We got uh, the other Wiedemeyer. Garrett. Wrestling uh, Hobbs, I believe that is. Adam yeah, Mitchell. Hobbs of Mitchell, yep. This is the C4 District Wrestling Championships on Power 99. We'll take a break and be back with more right after this. Do you have a passion for athletics? Are you a former high school or college athlete looking for ways to stay involved? The Nebraska School Activities Association is asking you to grab a whistle. Officials are needed in every high school activity and are essential to the future of the game. Visit nsaahome.org for more information. Grab a whistle and contact the NSAA to get registered. Pleasanton Seed Service Incorporated in Pleasanton is your every seed need dealer. With a vast variety of seeds, including DeKalb corn, Astro beans, LG corn and beans, and NK hybrids with more bean variety. Don Axman and Ken Kingston can get you the seed you need for your planting this year, no matter what name you trust most. Give Pleasanton Seed Service Incorporated a call now and let the experts help you plant your future. Don Axman at 440-9627 or Kent Kingston at 440-1590. Still in injury time right now. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney as they continue to take a look here at Clayton Wiedermeyer of Ravenna. And he's going to try and go after using the entire injury time, it looks like. Garrett, <clears throat> Garrett Wiedemeyer down here is down 2-0, and then Hobbs chose bottom to start the second period, and Wiedemeyer has him hooked up in the cradle, just can't get him taken back over. Hastings currently in a tie for second in the Class B District 1 tournament. 
As we get back to action here, Wiedemeyer, Clayton tries to come off the bottom. He will get the escape to make it 11-3, going for a trip. Joseph Yates on that far leg is going to get him taken down again. And I don't know. He's no, he not going to give it down. to him. Didn't give him the takedown. I, I thought the same thing when he got him to the mat. Looks like he's got a cradle locked up now, an inside cradle locked up on, on his feet, and he's going to take him right to his back. So this one might this is going to be over one way or another. This one's going to be over because it's either going to be a tech fall or a fall. And Wiedemeyer, after getting injured there at the end of the first period, just doesn't have a nope. ton of fight left in him. He tried to come off the first whistle of the second period, but it's going to be a win for Yates. And he is up 14-2, trying to get the pin, which would help him in the team race, yes. maybe. Yep, another half a point in the team race it makes a difference. Looks and like there's the pin. 2.59 for Joseph Yates of O'Neill. And over here in the consolation match, Ace Hobbs of Mitchell still up 2-0 over Garrett Wiedemeyer of Ravenna with 35 seconds to go in the second period. Here's where Hastings is at today. At 106 pounds, Cameron Brumbaugh is in the finals. At 113, Hunter Anderson, finals. 120, Marcus Miller has lost in the heartbreak round. At 126, Elijah Johnson will wrestle for third and fourth. At 132, Drake Anderson will be wrestling in the heartbreak round. At 138, Blake Kyle lost in the semifinals. Landon Widener at 145 is in the finals. Jet Samuelson at 152 in the finals. At 160, you have Braden Locking eliminated. Jackson Phelps at 170 lost in the semis. Connor Wademan at 182 has been eliminated. At 195, Jacob Lopez has been eliminated. At 220 pounds, Blake Davis is in the semifinals. And at heavyweight, Blaine Hammock has been eliminated. And that's where we are at with the Hastings wrestlers in the B1. Down here in the 120-pound constellation, Bavinis, uh, Bavinis of Amherst has got a takedown. He's got Bannister of Gordon Rushville on his back, and he looks like he's going to finish this with a pin in the first period. At 13 seconds left, and he's got things pretty tight on him right there on the edge. We'll see if he gets the call or not. Bannister's 27-8, and eight, so you'd like to be able to finish here, but he's not going to be able to. It'll be a 5-0 wow. lead after the first period. Bavinis is 28-13 and 13 as a freshman. And uh, looking to and Garrett Wiedemeyer and uh, Hobbs from Mitchell. And uh, Wiedemeyer took neutral to start the third period and, and uh, really not much action. I mean, there's been a couple shots, but nobody's been able to finish on that match at this point. So Hobbs is in on another fireman's carry attempt. Now he's going to hang on to leg and hope for a stalemate, it looks like. So a couple of consolations going on. And between Bavinus and Bannister, they elected to go both up here to start the second period. Adam Central is also wrestling in that B1 district. Justin Barbie for Adam Central will go to wrestle for third and fourth at 120. Braden Courts in the finals at 132. Devin Ackles was uh, beaten in the semis at 138. Caleb Soar was beaten in the semis. At 145, Jarrett Frerichs beaten in the semis. Sam Hamburger at 195 beaten in the semis. And at heavyweight, Tyler Pavelka 
beaten in the semis. So a lot of Adam Central tough. kids need to win one to get to the state yeah, tournament. Tough round, tough round for the Patriots going through there. I'm glad I haven't heard from my son yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. Right, that's okay. They're close. Just got to finish some things off. Sitting here, this is an interesting position. A lot of stalemates down here. And 12 seconds left in this match in a 2-0 match. Hobbs holding on to that 2-0 lead. And Wiedemeyer has been shooting to his credit. He just hasn't been able to finish. He just gets stretched out. They're both kind of long six-pounders. They're pretty tall. Ten seconds remaining. Trying to take his shot as Garrett Wiedemeyer running off the mat. We'll get a stall calling, but I think that's the first yep, call. Yep. Five seconds to you got to bull rush him if you're Wiedemeyer off the whistle. It's going to be a little too little too late. And Hobbs actually should have just backed himself up out of there. But Two nothing. Hobbs will take third place at 106 pounds over Wiedemeyer of Ravenna. And Tucker Bannister is going to get a takedown here of Bovinas with 40 seconds to go in the second period. Bovinas is up 5-2. to two. Trying to find a way to roll. Oh, he might get cradled up into a two-count. Still, still got the cradle locked up, so he hasn't awarded points yet. Now he's got – Levinas has him sitting on his rear end right now, so if he could get an arm shook loose, he's going to score big points here if he can come up, get that arm out, and get himself through. I don't think – Got to hold from, on now. Yeah, Gordon Bannister. Rushed, yeah, Bannister's holding on to him. He gave up the take reversal with – Gave it the reversal just as time expired. So 7-2, to two, Bovinas able to finally wretch free there in the final seconds. And he is up 7-2 to two as we go to the third period. And Gordon Rushville, it's their choice, and they're going to take top back over here at 113 pounds. We've got the consolation match going on. Yeah, that's, a, that's an interesting choice to take top in that situation. They must feel good about the way he wrestles on top. This is White from Chase County and Hughes from Mitchell. Hughson, Hughson from Mitchell. Over there at 113, consolation. So let's see if Bovinas can work his way off the bottom here, avoid getting turned with a minute 40 to go in their match. In the B2 district right now, wrestling going on as we continue to try and keep you up to date on what else is kind of going on around the state of Nebraska while we're here in Valentine at the uh, C4. York, the team leader, pretty much all day long. And right now they lead it with 122, Blair with 117, Platteview with 95, Ralston setting in fourth place right now at the B2. Uh, That's where Minden is competing. They are in ninth with uh, 42 points. Taking a look at some uh, team scores or team results for Minden and a, a program that's kind of on the comeback yeah. here, but would be nice if they were in C like they are yeah. in every other sport. Yeah. yeah, They had to step up in B. Logan Choquette at 106 uh, went 0-2 today. Cole Nielsen at 113 was eliminated in the heartbreak round at 120. Caden Clark was eliminated in the heartbreak round at 132. Evan Smith Wins in the heartbreak round, so he'll go for third and fourth. Hunter Heath at 138 wins in the heartbreak round. He'll go third and fourth. Jasper Berkstrand at 145 was eliminated. 0-2, John Brace at 152 lost in the heartbreak round. Alex Banuelos at 160 will be in the finals. He's 43. Solid wrestling. Gage Freeze at 170 pounds. Lost. Oh, man, this is the worst. Sudden victory in the heartbreak oh. round. Falls 8 to 6. 182, Braxton Yonda uh, went 0 and 2. And at 220, Dalton Keem went 0 and 2 for Minden. 
Yeah, Minden has. You're right. They've got an up and coming program. They're doing a lot of good things down there. Just they just need to, like you said, be back in C like they were a few years ago. That's a tough. That's tough. That the difference between B and C is pretty tough when it comes to the district, even though there's only 12 teams in that district. So well, time just kind of whittled away, and Tucker Bannister chose top, but wasn't able to do anything with Caleb Bavinas and Bavinas of Amherst will take third at 120 pounds and. Derry, what do you think as we say uh, Auburn wins in the Heartland Hoops Classic to stay undefeated 52-46? The last team that beat them was Bancroft Rosalie Lions Decatur here at the Hoops Classic three years ago, but they win today and they stay undefeated. The importance of these third and fourth place matches, uh, oh. you want to be third. Man, you want to be third. <laughs> you, you definitely want to be third when you get down to Omaha. You got gives you a chance the second place wrestler out of another district, you know, and, and – uh, just it's just a better position to be in. It gives you that chance to get that first getting that first round win in Omaha is really kind of nice to be able to get that done. It gives you a little more confidence moving in and and then you get some things done. You know, it's really tough to be a fourth place finisher and keep working through that first round. It's, it's, uh, there's not very many of them. It's kinda like being a number sixteen in the yeah. NCAA tournament and knocking off a number one. There's not very many, whatever it is, Baltimore, Maryland, Baltimore County, yeah. County or whatever in the heck they were that knocked Look off Look at you, Virginia. basketball aficionado. Yeah. I see one game and I remember it. So. <laughs> Doug Duda and Derry Trampy with you here on Power 99, KKPR-FM, Kearney, Amherst, Pleasanton of the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. The Power 99 Wrestling Rally tomorrow at 3. We get into girls' sub-district basketball next week. Tuesday, the games from Pleasanton will be on ESPN Tri-Cities. The games in Kennesaw will be on Power 99. And the games at Hastings, St. Cecilia with Adams Central, Kearney Catholic, and Minden will be on the breeze, 94.5. Ian Hughes of Amherst had a first-period takedown over Trayton Starr of Gordon Russell in the 126-pound match. He's up 2-0. And Chris Williams of Valentine is your champion at 126 pounds with a pin in 114. Here's a here's a match we've been kind of waiting for coming up here now on mat number two. We got Rainforth of O'Neill and and uh, Frank of Amherst. That's kind of the match of the one of the matches of the day, so to speak, coming up here. We got another one coming up in the upper weights where we have the number two and three wrestlers in the state that will be competing. But right now, Quentin Frank, Ty Rainforth, one and three in the state, 32 and one for Frank, 37 and one. For Rainforth, and then you see on the bracket when it comes out, that's maybe the only, one of the brights, not the only, but one of the bright spots is that by the time we all get home, you should know who you're wrestling at state. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> everybody else will be done. You should have it figured out by the time. Before you get before you get off the bus, when you get home, you'll know who you're wrestling. Unless you're a Valentine kid. That might be about it. Yeah. Trayton Starr got the escape and takedown here, so he leads Hughes 3-2 to two with a minute 13 to go in the second period of restart in the middle of the mat with Hughes on bottom. This kid, this uh, star is really solid with cradles on top and stuff. He's got a nice, nice cradle move that he put uh, Hughes in. Now, Hughes comes up off the bottom this time, got himself in good position, got his hips higher. If he wins the battle of the hips here, he should be able to get the reversal. Looks like he's going to come out and get the secure the reversal right here. Tie up over here on the end. You got the reversal down here. Frank tried to go up and under while they were on the mat, and Rainforth is going to be able to step around and get the takedown. So Rainforth leads it. Will they award the escape? No. Yes, they will. They, no, they, they took away the takedown. Oh. Took away the takedown. Put him back on their feet now. Okay, 0-0. Zero, zero. Hughes gets a turn here on Star. Looks like he's got him in real trouble right now and does finish with the pin. Ian Hughes of Amherst, third at 126 pounds. 
So good job there by the sophomore. He'll head to state third place medal. So the restart here. No score now between Quentin Frank of Amherst and Tyrane Fourth of O'Neill. Once on the edge there, I wasn't sure why they didn't award well, that he, takedown. He awarded the takedown, then he took it away because he said he didn't have control of him. So I'm not I'm not sure where he didn't, but that was the judgment of the official. And I think the assistant official stepped in too to let him know that he didn't think there had been they had gotten he had not gotten behind the hips and had him controlled on the mat yet. But that was mighty close. I thought he had the takedown, but Again, I'm, that's why we're sitting all the way up here, and they're down there. So, Brendan Boyce of Ord against Matt Bruns of Hershey, the third-place match at 132 pounds. Bruns is 35 and 6. This was also a fairly competitive was, yeah. weight class. This was a very competitive weight class as far as who was going to be that. Basically, it was a matter of who was going to be the fourth person in. I mean, yeah. the top three are pretty solid kids, and... And uh, the rest of them were really close. And as it worked out, uh, Boyce was fortunate enough to be the one to come through in this one. Well, uh, excuse me. Ended the first period at 132-pound final and no score. Quentin Frank will win the toss. He's elected to defer. So Tyrain, fourth of O'Neill, will take bottom scoreless between the number one and three wrestlers in the state, a combined 69-2. and two. And off the whistle, Rainforth comes to his feet. Hanging on to the single leg is Quentin Frank, trying to bust him back down to the mat or maybe just push him off the mat now. Rainforth has a pretty good base, but Frank's able to get the double leg and bring him back down to the mat, but Rainforth's just going, going, going. Yeah, yeah there's, there's a lot of motion down there. Well, down on the consolation mat, Boyce shot in on a takedown, was stopped by Burns and or Bruns, and then Bruns is able to, excuse me, yeah, Bruns, and Bruns is able to spin around behind, taking his back to score four points. And I believe in this second period, I think it uh, Bruns maybe chose neutral again. I didn't quite see who got that. Looks like we're going to get a reversal or something here before too long. Rainforth trying oh, to come out reversal. the back door, and he does. Rides the leg, out of bounds, 2-0. Rainforth over Frank, a minute 25 to go in the second period on a restart. Long day of wrestling here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Kearney, Lincoln, Lexington, and Holdridge, PlatteRiverPreps.com. Rainforth, a lot of O'Neill kids' day have been really riding the legs well, and Rainforth is no exception. Those guys have been throwing the legs in and really, really controlling matches on top with them. Frank not able to do much of anything right now on bottom. Looks like Bruns has a cradle locked up on Boyce from their feet and takes him to his back. He may finish this off here. He's got it pretty tight. Yep, but tell you what, Boyce has fought off of his back well today. He's been in trouble a lot of times today, and I've kind of written him off, and he's been able to come back through, so I just might, just might have to keep my mouth quiet <laughs> on him. It is 9-0 Bruns trying to turn him again here. Nearly has the job he's done. Got her, got her there. This is pretty tight here. Brun says it's time to end this consolation match. Yeah, here comes Boyce. <laughs> Boyce flips him over okay. and gets a reversal. It's 12-2. I got I to gotta quit making predictions on this match. Clinton Frank over here, though, still has this whole time they've been in the center yeah. circle. Yeah, that has been a fast match down there because they've wrestled in the center of the mat almost the entire time, and it just the time just burns away quickly when you do that. And Frank really needs that escape. Yeah. Then. Of course, yeah. I'm, you think he'll take top? Uh, it's going to be his choice. He has done nothing here on bottom yeah, or maybe neutral. I think he'll probably go neutral. It would be my guess at this stage because because uh, he's been getting ridden, getting, been getting ridden a little bit too easily. 
Last 10 seconds here, he at least got out to the side, and now he looks over to Coach Klingelhofer. Put him on the bottom. And they are going to go bottom again. So, two to nothing. 37 and one Ty Rainforth over number one, 32 and one Quentin Frank. And Frank goes bottom again, and a caution against O'Neill on the start. Yeah, but it, <clears throat> Frank is just going to have to get his legs cleared out or protect that leg coming in somehow because it's, you know it's coming, and there it is. <laughs> just like that, it was in there. So you got you got to have a plan of attack when you know it's coming. You got to have a plan of attack for it. In our third place match, Brendan Boyce had some blood time, so they're just getting back to action here. Bruns of Hershey leads Boyce of Ord 12 to 2. Boyce just got that reversal on a restart now. And Rainforth has been able to flatten out Quentin Frank. Bruns, Bruns gets an escape to take a 13 2 lead. I'll tell you what, Rainforth with those legs and it'll burn a lot of time too. It, it makes it pretty hard to come up off there. It's pretty hard to score from your belly. There's not many scoring moves from your belly. So no. he's got to be able to come up, come up to base and be able to go. It's like Brunson. But what? Uh, I'll, I'll ask this too, Derry. What is Rainforth doing right now? Nothing. He's 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 running the clock out. Is what he's doing. He's looking busy, doing. You know, he's looking busy and he's he's uh, he's working the clock down, looking busy while he's doing it and taking a lot of energy out of out of Frank because this is a lot of work when you're on the bottom and you just got to be able to come out of there. Well, he's finally got to his knees, but now trying to get up. And crossface and bring him across, but nothing. And now Frank flattens out again. 45 seconds to go in what we thought would be an exciting match. Hasn't. Yeah, it's been. It's just been. I mean, the, the reversal has been it. I mean, that's been it the whole match. We haven't had a lot of, a lot of activity. They've been in the middle of the mat, and, and uh, Frank has been laying on the on the mat, and uh, Rainforth has been sitting on top of him, for lack of a better term. 25 seconds to go. No stalemate. No stall warning. No nothing. And Frank just can't use his hips and knees to get out of here, to get posted up. Just holding those wrists right now, Rainford. Ten seconds to go. Yeah, I think I think we. And I don't want to second guess coaches, but they are right now. The, the taking taking a neutral might have been a better position there. So I'm, I know that they are second guessing because that's what you do. But number one, Quentin Frank is defeated by Ty Rainforth of O'Neill, two to nothing. And maybe we'll see them face off one more time, yep. hopefully in the Parade of Champions next week in Omaha. I think it was last year, if I remember right, that Frank got beaten in, in the finals by, uh, was it Williams? It might have been Williams from uh, Valentine. Valentine, and he wound up beating him in the finals at, at State. So who knows? There's a lot of things that can happen in here. So. And it looks like we got a walk over here at 145. We'll try and pick up. Looks like Ward got a walk looks over like, win. Yeah, looks like Cluthie got a walk over win over Hunter Douglas from uh, Ravenna. That's big in the team race. Yeah. Looked like they raised his hand. I... At the B3 district, Beatrice 158, Aurora 114 right now in the team race. Get to more of that out at uh, Gehring. The B4 is going on. That's where Broken Bow is leading things over Gehring at this time. Um, what's the difference in that one? 23 and a half oh, points. Broken Bow is going to control that one, it looks like. Pretty hard to make up 20 points in the finals. <laughs> See if we can Ooh. get you a little bit of an update there. Well, Bruns well. takes him over again. This should end the match. He's got a 14-point lead, so it's going to end it one way or another, whether it's a fall or it's a tech fall. 
145, first place match. It's Quentin Ackley of Ravenna and Brady Thompson of O'Neill. And Thompson, 40-1 and one on the season at 145 pounds. And he is ranked second in the state. Ackley not rated. Thompson, the only rated wrestler in this C4 district, according to any wrestling. And it comes to an end here, 19-2. Matt Bruns will take third. Now we've got the championship at 138 pounds between Valentine and Bridgeport. Ackley over here has been taken down by Thompson, 2 to nothing, a minute to go in the first period. Yeah, Thompson's a pretty pretty smooth wrestler. And just a lot of things that he does well. It's going to be this is a tough task for Ackley coming back through here and see where we get to from here. Our district wrestling on Power 99 and coverage throughout the year brought to you by Pioneer Sales Professional Craig Weeches of Impact Seed. Pioneer Science with Service, delivering success. Don't forget to nominate your favorite athlete for the Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month. We get some wrestlers, we get some swimmers, we get some uh, basketball players this time of the year. Last month it was Gavin Sheen of Wilcox-Hildreth, Boston Boucher of Wood River, one male, one female. Each month, both off the basketball court. Go to PlatteRiverPreps.com, brought to you by B&B Carpet of Donovan. Ackley continues to be ridden here by Thompson with short time in the first period, two to nothing. Yeah, it looks like looks like Thompson's going to finish this period on top. Hey, might take him over to his back yet. Yeah, that's. Well, I tell you what, that was an aggressive attack on that that wing or that half. He went right after it. I thought he'd just kind of ride him out and get the 2-0 lead going into the second period, but not content with that. Takes a 5-0 lead into the second period. It is Ashton Lurs of Valentine and Damian Bell of Bridgeport in the 138-pound championship match championships consolation round to wrap things up here in the C4 district a lot of other wrestling going on across the state today David City as expected dominating things in the C1 some of the teams out there in the C1 Grand Island Central Catholic, St. Paul, Wood River. Let's take a look at how St. Paul has been doing in the 106-pound weight class. Nick Bussey is going to make it into the third and fourth place match. Garrett Didier was 0-2 at 113 at 120. Caleb Baker will wrestle for third and fourth. Owen Sack is in the finals at 126. Caden Koshin at 132 will wrestle for third and fourth. At 138, Anthony Wood was defeated in the heartbreak round. Josh Rosler at 145 eliminated. At 152, Ryder Anderson uh, eliminated. Ashton Meneke, Meineke, excuse me, 160. He'll wrestle for third and fourth. Hayden Thurnow at 170 was eliminated in the heartbreak round. At 182, Trayton Nelson eliminated. Tanner Marvichka at 195 will wrestle for third and fourth. Nathan Shear had to wrestle Carl Munt in the semifinals. Oh my. And uh, he got pinned in 113, and then Shear comes back and wins his consolation semi, so he'll go for third and fourth. And at heavyweight, Riley Thompson today has been eliminated. So that's what's going on for St. Paul. It's a 220 is a pretty sound district out there at Munt and Shear. And if Shear was the fourth seed, that's a pretty solid district. <laughs> no kidding. We got a 7-0 score down here with Thompson over Ackley. Thompson got a reversal and and uh, to start this second period and. We're 2-0 still down here yet between Bell and Lures. Central City. Oh, 
Garfield, of course, undefeated. He's in the finals at 106. Cole Coons, he's 41-2. He's in the finals at 113. Tristan Burbach, finals at 120. 126, Brandon Five was eliminated in the heartbreak round. Johnny Scarlett will wrestle for third and fourth at 132. At 138, Tyson Coons is in the finals. He's 45-1. Kane Von Bonn. Uh, got knocked out today. Oh, uh, here's wow. a kid that we wow, saw wrestle yeah. pretty well and got beat in the first round, 9-7. to seven. Down here. Thompson. And we've got a win for Thompson over Quentin Ackley. It'll be by pin in 4 minutes and 10 seconds. Brady Thompson of O'Neill with the win. Now we got the uh, Calarose and Feldner match coming up. This one I've been kind of kind of waiting to see this one. Should be a good one. Back in the day, this would have been a conference Lou Platt match. Not anymore. Ashton Lurs of Valentine leading Damian Bell. Now Bell gets two points here to cut it to 5-2, but Lurs of Valentine a 5-2 lead with 20 seconds to go in the second period. So 152 and 160, these were supposed to be the toughest weight classes, and we've got a couple other that were really good finals matches like we saw there at 32. Yeah, yeah, 32 is a great finals match. Not much action, but it, was a, it, looked, good, it looked good on paper. <laughs> so Carney Catholic and Feldner, who had a pretty good performance in his semifinals, won at 5 and nothing again for the second straight time. Over Winder from Bell from a Bridgeport. Oh, wow. Ooh, Calaros had the toe, and Feldner... Was able to skip out of there and get out of bounds before a takedown. Yeah, yeah Calrose did a nice job of chasing him down after he tried that roll through rather than just letting him roll through. But that was a lot of action there for a lot of action for no points being scored. <laughs> Try on Calrose, 36 and 1 from Arcadia Loop City. Feldner's actually ranked higher at third, and Calrose eighth. Feldner 33 and 4 from Kearney Catholic. These are the one and two seeds. Calrose did get the one seed. And he's Doing a great job right now against Feldner. Back over here at 138, we go to the third period. It remains Lures of Valentine 5, Bell of Bridgeport 2. They decided to start both up here in the third. That that looked dangerously close to a takedown on the edge over there. I thought maybe he got under there. And for for, uh, Bell, he had that. He's underneath it there and behind the hips. And Lures had the hands on the mat. I'm not... Again, sometimes I don't understand. <laughs> Bell's trying to go with uh, maybe an, uh, I don't a think I'd tough want to, toss trying, here. Trying to go big. I don't know if this is the time to do it. He's going to get it. He's got the takedown. He's got back points. He may get the pin here. Bell has wow. got lures in trouble. One of them was going to be he on the back, yeah. and there is the pin. He got the fall. 451 for Damian Bell of Bridgeport. It's a mild upset at that stage. That's a Bell's a solid wrestler. Well, Bell wasn't dominating his semifinal, and then he did the same thing. He did the same thing. He was getting beat in the semis, and, or a one-point match, and then came back yeah. and got a pin. So a win there at 138 pounds. Wanted to go back to uh, some more Central City wrestlers. Tanner Schneider-Hines at 152. He's 42-4. and four. He's in the finals. Bryce Sutton is in the finals at 160. At 170, Sam Moore's in the finals. Jeremy Elton at 182 will wrestle for third and fourth. Levi Villa at 195 was defeated in the heartbreak round, and Gunnar Bailey, a heavyweight, will be wrestling for third and fourth. So they got quite a few of them through the state meet, and they'll have a good, they'll have good representation down there. We go 0-0 into the second period here with Calrose and Feldner. Feldner chooses bottom, right to his feet. 
Franklin setting in fourth in the D1 district tournament behind Plainview, Arapahoe, and North Central. Feldner trying to get a little... Can, tr- can he get the cradle, or do you think Tryon is in uh, in control here? Tryon started on started on top, but he got... Well, Feldner was in the point where he was getting the legs, and if he had scooted his hips up on top, would have had the reverse with the legs in, but Calrose good enough to get his hips back up and then get in position. You know, he's got a hammer lock locked up on... Nice change into a wing on Feldner, which surprised me because Feldner's a strong kid. It, Tough to keep him down on the mat. He comes back up out of it. Right back into head lever, and we're running that. Scoreless still in the 152-pound final. Calarose of the Rebels and Feldner of the Stars. 145-pound consolation is Perez of Mitchell and Friesman of Gordon Rushville. They wrestled a scoreless first period. Little orange on orange going down there. Yep. Again, a roll through by Felder, and Calarose continues to keep now. Felder's going to come get, out the back door. Yeah, he's going to get the score here, it looks like, at least one. Tell you what, there's a lot of action for a one nothing match down here. There's a lot of movement by these two guys. A lot of good wrestling and counter-wrestling going on. So they face it off again. There was no stoppage, but both back on their feet. In the center circle, 30 seconds to go in the second period. Felder just got the escape to take a one nothing lead over Calarose. But Calarose is going to be right there till the final seconds. Yeah, yeah. We he's, saw it more. It's not a conference, but he's done it a couple times this year. Yeah. And he's in on a shot. You know, on a single, you know, single leg. Now, Feldner's trying to work his way up and get that leg in. Calarose is trying to step across the hips here. So it's just a matter of who gets the higher hips here. Looks like Feldner got his hips up and got the takedown. 3 nothing in favor of Chris Feldner. And, again, time running down yeah. here in the second period. It'll be 3 nothing Feldner over Calarose of Arcadia Loop City. We will go to the third. Calarose gets choice. He'll take bottom. That's a good time to get the takedowns with five seconds left in the period. Once again, that's about as ideal as you can get. If you want to take that 3 nothing lead in, Gives him, doesn't give him the chance to get at least a point back and make it a 3-1 match. Now you're, you're Calarose, you about to have to get off the bottom for an escape and then get up into a takedown situation. But I'll tell you what, the way Feldman rides the legs, it's going to be a tough, tough call for him to do. Neither wrestler was able to do much from their feet in that first period, although we had plenty of action. So Calero's just got to find a way to get the one first. Yep. Now he's got to get cleared out and, and uh, score. Veldner's in that tilt situation. Well, he has just about got a count situation here on Calero's from his own two, back. He's got a two count. Boy, Feldner is wrestling real, real, real well. Now he's going to get a, a three count. Still, still got, yeah, still hasn't gotten the, oh. still holding two. Well, he's going to get two, two near falls. He's got a 5-0 lead right now. Minute 15 to go in the match. Calarose coming out the back door. Yeah, you're right. Feldner got high, and it's 5-1 on the escape. A little high came over the top, and Calarose is up on their feet again. Now they've got a minute left to work with here. He's going to pull out some magic. He's got a lot to pull out here. Yeah, and this is a tough cookie to pull it out against. <laughs> more than a takedown. You're almost going to need a roll through yes. because Felder knows it's coming. Yep. Yeah, it's going to be tough to throw him. Felder's hard to throw. Oh, and on a single as Felder, he might just stay on the offense, get two here if he can. Well, this is the best thing to do with the 5-1 lead is shoot in there because right now you're burning time. That's a quick stalemate, but you're burning some time and you're taking that time off the clock and you're not putting yourself in danger of being thrown. They're still in the consolation semifinals out in Gehring right now. 
for our friends in Broken Bow and everybody else that has to make the trip we will in be, that far west. There's Calaro's in on a trip. He got the takedown. So five Felder three. is taken down, 5-3. Now you're in that precarious position, Derry. You really can't cut him. No, no, you've got to try to get, you got to try to get the turn here if you can. And then right on the edge of the mat, yeah. Felder can lay there. There have been no stall warnings. It's, it's, it's going to be hard to get the turn right there because you're going to go out of bounds once you get it. You know, he, side he had, Felder was smart. He let him get the half in on that side, forced him to step out of bounds, and then take him out. He got 11 seconds left here. Got to try something. Maybe he's going to cut him loose. Going to cut him. I'm going to cut him loose and try to get the try to go for the big throw here. So I thought he might go alternate. Yeah, and come into an inside cradle or something. 6-3, Felder backs. Calarose bumps his head right on the big man's shoulders. Comes in and again on a shot. Backing out is Felder, and time will expire, and it's over. Chris Felder of Carney Catholic is a district champion. Not a great tournament for the Stars, but no. they do have a district champion here. Only the second loss of the year for Tryon Calarose. He'll go to 36-2, Felder to 34-4 with a 6-3 win. Here for Carney Catholic. It's a well-wrestled match between both wrestlers in that, which we expected at that 152 final. You get, get good people in there, you expect good wrestling in there. Well, we should have a good couple of matches coming up. The 160 final is on deck, which is the toughest weight class here. And we're looking forward to bringing you the final, but right now we need to take a break. You're listening to the C4 District Wrestling Tournament from Valentine on Power 99. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Best of luck to all the wrestlers in state. From Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Carney Power Sports is a proud supporter of all the wrestlers. With a large selection of new and used motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs, Yamaha, Kawasaki, and Polaris, full-service department, Carney Power Sports, 511 2nd Avenue in Kearney. We take pride in what you ride. Fritz's Market is proud to support all of our area athletes. Find the freshest meats delivered daily from Fritz's Meats. Great cuts of steak from T-bones, flat irons, ribeyes to fresh roasts. Fritz's Market features weekly specials that you'll find in the flyer. Save time and money by shopping locally. Fritz's is open daily until 6 and Sundays till noon. Fritz's Market, where customer service is still a top priority. Shop your hometown grocery store in Hildreth today. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. Adams County Bank meets your personal and business needs. Experienced Adams County Bank employees provide excellent customer service and know customers by name. The Adams County Bank supports local organizations, making a difference in the lives of people living here. Decisions are made quickly and by people living in the communities Adams County Bank serves. Large enough to serve your personal and business needs, yet small enough to know you. Let the Adams County Bank show you what they have to offer. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. With our producer-engineer Grant Ty and the Hall of Famer Derry Trampy, Doug Duda back with you here at the C4 District Wrestling Championships as we get ready for the 160-pound championship match and our second half of the finals. Plus, you got Drukey of O'Neill and Winder of Bridgeport 
going for third at 152. And Widener now up 6-0 midway through the second period. Cluthy at 160 pounds for Ord, four-time conference champion. The number one seed coming into today's matchup. And he is taking on from Bridgeport. Mankey. That's Menke, yep. Stephen Menke. And he'll get the takedown, got Will in. Cluthy, to start it off. Got in on a quick takedown. Last week it took a long time for him to get a takedown on him. This time he was in one shot and got in. That's good. It'll save a little bit of energy, conserve some of that energy, because he really battled a lot last week to get takedowns with Menke. So. Menke's a tough out. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mankey gets the escapes. So we're 2-1 now. Mankey get, hit a nice little sit-out and got his hips out of way and came up to his feet. Got a 2-1 match now with a minute left in the first period. Taking a look at what's going on out at the D3. Neely Oakdale, 115. Thayer Central, 106. Axtell, fifth with 56 points. Good for them. Southern Valley setting in sixth and SEM setting in ninth. Highline and Overton also competing out there. See where we're at so far in that uh, meet. At 113 pounds, Jacob Fox of Axtell got second. Then we slide down to 132. Cole Broker of Southern Valley was second. 138, Cinch Kiger of Overton was second. Reese Jones of SEM was fourth. Taryn Levicki of Axtell was third at 145. Mason Noel of Southern Valley. Well, excuse me, they're wrestling for third and fourth. Uh, wrestling for third and fourth, Trevor Brown of Southern Valley and Joseph French of Axtell. Other wrestlers, Connor Schutz of Highline is in the finals. Of course, he's undefeated on the season. Caleb Semph at 182 is in the finals. At 195, Bryson Warner of Southern Valley is wrestling for third and fourth. Aaron Hernandez of SEM in the third and fourth place match at 220. And at heavyweight, Brendan Hall of SEM is in the finals. Caleb Klein of Hastings St. Cecilia is in the third and fourth place match. So that's a little bit of what we've got going on across the state, trying to keep you up to date. As we said, Carney and Grand Grand Island qualified 13 of their 14. Carney had uh, a third place finish. We can run that down for you again in case you missed any of that from how the Bearcats did today. Right now, though, Cluthy still up 2-1 to one on Menke of Bridgeport as they are here in the second period. Chose neutral, right, Darren? Yeah, Menke chose neutral. Yeah, Menke chose neutral to start the second period and I'm trying to work on some takedowns here. We're getting a little bit of action, but it's been been kind of kind of slow-moving match. These two have been feeling each other out quite a bit. And they just wrestled last week, and again, you get in that same situation. You have one week to the next, you're wrestling each other again, and that makes it interesting. Well, on their restart, let me try and run down Carney's qualifiers for you. Archer Heelan second at 113. Ethan Lawrence fourth at 120. Perry Swarm second at 126. Cesar Rivas second at 132. Also, we had a champion in Bo Hostler of Carney at 145. Cage Ferguson, the runner-up at 152. Tate Kuchera third at 170. Carter Abels fourth at 182. At 220, Dario Rodriguez second. And Caden Johnson finished third at heavyweight. And still no change here in the Cluthy Mankey match. Mankey 21 and 3 out of Bridgeport. Cluthy 30 and 2 out of Ord. Ranked fourth in the state at his weight class. 
Looks like we got a rematch of the quarterfinals between Reesback and Jansen at 160. <laughs> Reesback with a big win in that quarterfinal match, and then Jansen possessed on his way back through. And Peyton is going to have to maybe he, wrestle even better than he did in the first match because I think Jansen's, Jansen's got a little chip on his shoulder. He's sharp. You're wrestling the hometown boy, and he's a little fired up after that first match. Still got through the second period here, 2-1. Not a lot of action in the second period in the championship match. Cluthy chooses bottom to start the third period. We'll see if he can get up and out of there and see if they get back to their feet and chase each other around for another period. <laughs> it sounds bad when I say it that way, but that's kind of what they've been doing. That's about it. Got a caution on Green down here. That's his first one. Minky's got a pretty good cradle on top, so you got to be careful if you're Cluthy when you come up, not put your head and shoulders back, put your knee up by your head because he's pretty tough with the cradle from the top. Looks like he's wanting to try to put the legs in is what it looks like he's trying to do, but again, not much action taking place. We're just sitting in the middle, and neither one of them really committing to one thing or the other. There, Cluthy gets to his feet, tries to rip the hands here, being pushed towards the edge of the mat, then the trip, and out of bounds they go. Mankey able to sweep the leg, yep. if you will. Made it look good enough, got him to the edge, and then tripped him toward the out-of-bounds and made it work for him. So. Cluthy 2, Mankey 1, minute 30 to go in the match. We have a scoreless first period between Peyton Reesback of Ravenna and Drake Jansen of Valentine, and Jansen will take bottom to begin the second period in the 160-pound third-place match. Cluthy, Cluthy there, she gets yeah. out. Did a nice little hip heist there to get the hips cleared and was able to get himself out. Now we got a 3-1 match, and we'll see if we get some action in the last minute here. Mankey takes a look at the clock, sees how much time is left, but, boy, the, he's gonna these be, guys just really tied up yep, the whole second period. Yep, he's going to measure his, measure his time before he takes a shot is what it looks like he's going to do, try to maybe get that late score and get it to overtime and hope to get a takedown in overtime. But I think you got to, if you're behind by two, you got to initiate some action. You, you don't know, want to just have one shot. Yeah, yeah. and if you're, if you're Cluthy, you stay in the center and work there and, and force him force him to be the one that takes a shot. And that's what he's done, tries to control the wrist. Cluthy takes a little bull rush as Mankey got dropped down to a knee. 30 seconds to go. Cluthy's up 3-1. There's a shot by Mankey. Not much. No, just half shots. Like I said, he's just, I think he's measuring things out, takes a look at the clock again to see where he's at. I think he'll come a little bit harder. Hope he can get a stalling call here and stall right. warning so he can, oop. Flies now, now we're tied up. Uh-oh, now we're tied bear up. hug. Cluthy's taken down, down. Seven seconds to Taking go. If he can mat, escape mat. with five, we're going to go to overtime yep. here in our 160-pound final. Yep, that's what he was looking for. Exactly what we said he was going to do was look for the one shot. Basically, just need to keep pushing the head down and stay away with six, seven seconds left. In our consolation, Drake Jansen gets the escape to start the second period, takes Reesback down. Now Reesback has the escape. Three to one, a minute ten to go in the second period. Jansen on top. Here we go to overtime at 160. Working inside control here. Both guys are working for the same thing. It looks like. Looks like we're both trying to work on a little pass by somewhere in here. You expect Mankey to do the same thing yeah, or because would, he was behind? No, I would look for him to do the same thing. I'd look for him to drop down the legs and then try to come up in that bear hug situation again like he did before, you know, hoping he can get Cluthy to be just defensive enough. Now, Cluthy's got to get back on his offense if he's going to pick up the win here. So, 20 seconds to go in overtime. 
Yeah, Circling yeah, to the edge of the mat. And on a leg. single, Cluthy, but it's on the edge of the, the mat. mat. Trying to bring that head back in. Uh-oh. Might get himself in trouble yeah. here by getting to there. Now he gets yeah. off the mat. Does a wise thing there because he's coming he, up to grab that head. He's gonna, if he could cradle him up, it's there. If not, then you got to get out of there because you're leaving yourself yeah. vulnerable. You so. just pull him on top of yourself. Yep. Eight seconds. Cluthy stutters off the whistle. Looks like they're content to go to Reesback sudden victory. Reesback takes him to his back. Reesback has taken Jansen to his back. He's got him in a lot of trouble, and he pins him. Peyton Reesback beats Drake Jansen to Valentine for the second time today, and he does it in a pin in two minutes and 32 seconds. Okay, Derry, so who are the two losses to Cluthy has? Do you um, Lost to the kid from Aquinas, and then he lost to... Um, Northwest, Cooley from Northwest, I believe it was. So Minky chooses, Minky chooses bottom, gets out right away to take a 4-3 lead in this 30-second overtimes in the tiebreaker part. He's done a good job wrestling from their feet. Yep. Again, not much on the feet. Mankey, ooh, Cluthy's going to take Cluthy's a shot here, shot. but again, it's on the edge of the yep, mat, Mankey, Derry. Mankey does a nice job of staying by that edge and getting himself out once he gets in on those shots. I think if you're Cluthy here, you don't try to force a shot. You get to that next 30 oh. seconds and see if you can get your escape and take down or see if you can get a reversal. And that's what happened. So Mankey's now up 4-3. to three. So now Cluthy goes down 30 seconds yep, to the score, which you can score. Yep, they'll wrestle this whole 30 seconds and... If we're tied at the end of this, then I believe Cluthy's going to get the choice because he had the first uh, he had the first score in the match. Ready to go. Quick whistle. Looks like he's going to try to take him back over on his back and. 15 right, seconds to go. Right now, the escape is the best thing for him. He just needs to really stay out of the takedown situation because all he'll need to do in this, because with the first score, with the first score, he's going to get the choice in this 30-second tiebreaker, the ultimate tiebreaker, and if he can come off the bottom, then it's over. So, All right. Our first, well, that was our first sudden victory. Yeah, well, we went through, the, went through the sudden victory, went through the 230 seconds, and now we're into the yeah. ultimate tiebreaker. So if Minky rides him out, he wins. And if Cluthy gets out, he wins. Any score, any score here will win the match. The 160-pound final. Can Cluthy beat Minky for the second straight time? Gets to his feet, picks the... Picks the heel, Mankey rolls him outside. Got a leg in. That's going to be tough to come out of here unless they call a quick stalemate. 19 seconds. And we got a potentially dangerous. He was was wrenching the fingers down there. Yep, trying to bring that thing up toward the top. Now, if you're Cluthy, you got to get to your feet and get out of here. Cannot let the legs come in because that's just going to be too much time. 16 seconds to go. He gets to his feet immediately. Picks the leg, rolls through. Cluthy, all he's, he's holding on to his ankle. He runs him out of bounds with nine. Nine seconds. You got nine seconds to get out here if you're going to win the match. Find out what you got in you here is what it comes down to. See what both men have. This is a, this has been interesting. That was a great job by Mankey to keep the control. Just nine seconds. He's going to drop down to the ankle again. Cluthy's got a circle out. Again. Oh, he's going to roll through. Not going to get the turn. Mankey's going to win it. Mankey's going to hang on to him. Ooh. They want a two-point reversal. The officials are going to discuss it. They want a reversal call here for Cluthy because they thought he put Mankey on the back, but Nothing. no. 
And so Stephen Mankey wins it 5-4 in the ultimate tiebreaker over Cluthy and another Bridgeport champion. Yep. That's one of those where you've got to, uh, with six seconds left in the match, you just got to stay out of the ties. I mean, that's all there is to it. So down here at 170 Constellation, we got Snyder of Gordon Rushville and uh, Puchel. Yeah, the guy from Valentine. We got a 3-0 lead for Valentine down there, and we got Gabriel versus Gonzalez down here at 170. And the 170-pound championship match. This means a little bit in the team race too. Yeah, I would think to think that O'Neill has probably opened up that team race a little bit with the wins that they had at the lighter weights. Right now, O'Neill 125 and a half, Ord 113, Amherst 102, Ravenna 101, and then Valentine's in fifth with 86 and a half. Loomis Bertrand ninth with 31, Gibbon tenth with 29, Carney Catholic eleventh with 28, Arcadia Loop City twelfth with 23. You're just not going to have as many points, by the way. If no. you pick that up, and go my, what was up with the district? Yeah. Well, you didn't have as many matches. You yeah. didn't have the, you didn't have the early rounds, yeah, the pre-quarters. Have, you didn't have the didn't have the round of 16. You didn't have the wrestlebacks. You know, and those pinpoints, big wow, 5-0 lead down here with uh, Butchel. Butchel, and now Schneider has him on his back and has him in real trouble. Minute 30 to go in the third period. Butchel was controlling it, and now, as Derry said, Snyder might pin him. He has pinned him. Now they just got to slap the mat. Yeah, yeah. Been pinned a couple times so far. <laughs> Gabriel trying to get behind and get the takedown. Doesn't get it finished off. Ryan Gabriel, the 36-5 sophomore against Servando Gonzalez, the 32-11 junior or senior from O'Neill here in our 170-pound championship match at the C4 District Wrestling Championships. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more right after this on Power 99. Lammers Truck Line, The River Stop, and Nichols Repair in Pleasanton are all very proud to support this high school sports broadcast. Nichols Repair is a championship quality auto service center. The River Stop is the only stop you need to make before and after the game for pizzas, refreshment, and to fill your tank. Best of luck from the River Stop, Lammers Truck Line, and Nichols Repair, all of Pleasanton. We are very proud to support our area athletes and coaches. Good luck, Bulldogs. Smiling Faces Academy with three locations in Kearney would like to wish all the wrestlers good luck. With openings in daycare and preschool, call on the trusted name in child care. Smiling Faces Academy. Call Danielle at 308-627-7658. Klingelhofer Well Drilling in Amherst would like to take this time to wish the area wrestlers the best of luck. Klingelhofer is a very proud supporter of high school athletics and academics. Try hard, do your best, and that makes you a winner on and off the mat. Good luck, Amherst wrestlers and coaches from Klingelhofer Well Drilling. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score time and money. Call State Farm agent Matt Pulowski at 308-233-3276 today. Long day of wrestling. Glad you're along with us. A reminder, we will have the Power 99 Wrestling Rally tomorrow afternoon, 3 o'clock, talking with area coaches as we get ready for Omaha, look at the brackets, recap the districts. When we're done here, the New West Post Game Show, we will give you one more rundown of the final stats. But boy, oh boy, let's update what's going on here in the 170 final, Derry. Gabriel, uh, no score in the first period, and then... Uh... Gonzalez takes bottom in the, to start the second period. Gabe, or Gabriel rising. Gonzalez gets out, gets escape about 45 seconds into the th- second period. So we got a one nothing match right now. Both guys back on their feet again. 
just uh, kind of feeling each other out again. Another one of those feel each other guys out. You gotta you gotta wrestle in these semifinals. You gotta wrestle in these final matches of districts. Don't try to win them by one point. Go out and win them if you can win them. And oh, Big got in on a good shot. Just old Gonzalez has scrambled well out of two good shots by Gabriel. Gabriel's had some good shots in here. This has not been able to get behind and control him on the mats. Over at the 182 pound. Third place match, Taylor Talon Pascoe, Gordon Rushville immediately got all over Brody Bogard, take down a near fall, and had a 5-0 lead going into the second period. Yeah. Gonzalez gets the takedown. Not going to get any back points out of it. But he, get the, he gave him two back points out of that. He didn't even count and scored two back points on that. It's now 5-0. Two back points on a roll through is, is pretty generous. <laughs> so now... Ryan Gabriel gets the escape, 5-1, but short time here in the second period. Gabriel in on a shot, but Gonzalez with the headlock. That front headlock going to come into that leg. you got to be careful here. Roll through on the takedown. There's not going to be any points. Yeah, that, that would have been tough. That would have been a tough call if they'd have given two there. 5-1 in favor of Gonzalez over Gabriel. We this go to the third period. Gabriel's on bottom. This is where the two back points become big. The, the, you know, those two back points are a big call. Because instead of a uh, one two-point match, you got a five-four-point match here. Gabriel, 36 and five, came in as the number one seed. Gonzalez, the number three seed, beat Sokol of Centura in the semifinals. And now winning this one by a score of 5-1. to one. Gabriel ranks sixth in the state and in a lot of trouble. Yeah, he's in a lot of trouble now. He's got those legs in tight, working the head really well here. Back over to the consolation match, Pasco. As Bogart gets an escape, Pasco will get a takedown. And yep. now it's 9-1. Gabriel nine to gets one. his head out, gets the reversal. Now he's a 5-3 match. <clears throat> Got to try to turn him here. And again, that two-point near fall. The difference now, looming, there's an escape for looming, Gonzalez, so it's 6-3. A minute to go. Looming large in the match. That two points is going to loom large. Otherwise, you're looking at a one-point match with a minute to go. You're Gabriel. You've got to take some chances here. You're down by three. You can't. Well, look at this. Down here at 82. Bogard, who was behind 9-1, to one, has put Pasco on his back. Reversal, did he give him a three near? That's the case. Let's find out. I think he's holding just two. Yep. Minute 40 to go. In fact, I think he started on top, so there was no reversal. That right. was a stop, stop, start of the third, so it's 9-3. He's still behind. Down to 20 seconds here for Gabriel. Gabriel gets the takedown. He's going to have to cut him here and take him down again. 6-5, you got to cut him. Coaches are saying cut him. Now you got to get in five. There's a got to come up with that quick. Got to finish seconds. it. Finish it. Edge of the mat. Three seconds, and he's, he's not going to do it. Up. He's going to keep him, gonna keep himself backing up and staying away from that. And that will most likely guarantee the district championship as a team for O'Neill. Seven to five. Servando Gonzalez over Ryan G Gabriel. Yeah, those, those uh, two two back points loomed pretty big in that match as it wore on. I didn't see who won down here at 82. Did you see the final of that? Uh, ends up 
Galloway. Galloway. Yeah. Or no. No. No, that would have been Bogard, one of it. Yeah, I believe Bogard. Well, we're going to have to double check. You're right. It ended, I think, with a pin. Yeah, it ended with a pin. I just don't know who. Got in, got involved in the match down here. Now we got Meyer and Drahota down here on one, and then we got Bogard and... Uh, Galloway and Rodriguez on the other. Oh, Galloway and Rodriguez, yeah. And Drahota's in on an early takedown. Kellen Meyer ranked second. Jesse Drahota ranked third at 182 pounds in Class C. And Galloway gets the early takedown, and he might pin Rodriguez. Rodriguez, who was in trouble in his semifinal match, is in real trouble here. Galloway's got him locked up. Got to get his arm out from under that shoulder blade, though. Get it a little higher up. <clears throat> wow, could be a quick one here at 195. Yeah, he comes but out Rodriguez of Rodriguez starts to roll out. Crowd starts to go crazy. He's to now take, he's going to reverse Galloway to his Galloway back. Galloway to his back. And now Galloway's in trouble. He's in real trouble. He's got that tight. And he is going to turn his hips to survive for the moment. Holy moly, what a first period. Still 45 seconds to go. Drahota tries to cradle up Meyer. And now Galloway is going to return the favor with a reversal. It's going to be 7-5. to And there's still 30 seconds to go in the first period. Both wrestlers, I thought, were pinned. Yeah, as you just say, it's making me tired watching that match. 20 seconds to go. First period. Back over here, 20 seconds to go. First period at 182, and Drahota's been able to ride Meyer. Takes him over again. He might get it here. 15 seconds. Galloway puts Rodriguez on his back. Rodriguez trying to pull the head over a Galloway. Five seconds to go in the period. Both crowds yelling. Amherst and O'Neill have the most people here, probably, and that's the end of the period. It is 10 to 5. Riley Galloway after one period. And it's two to nothing, Drahota over Meyer after one period. Two yeah. totally different yeah. matches here. Yeah, those 10 5 matches as a coach make you extremely tired, especially in those situations. Broadcasters like that. So we got what? Uh, got a neutral decision. You must be. Uh, I'm guessing Drahota, Drahota must chose won it, neutral. Yeah. yeah, you must have chose neutral in that. You got a 2 nothing match. Bogard, by the way, did finish that pin to take third at 182 pounds, okay. 343. Brody Bogart did finish with that pin. He was down 9-1 to one and won by the pin. So over here we have uh, Rodriguez of O'Neill choosing bottom to start the second period against Galloway, and Galloway's, Galloway's turned him again. Turned him again. And there they, they finally called the pin on that one. It's been, been a couple different times. So 3-12, Riley Galloway comes out as a district champion for Amherst. Open up the salad bar, get the prime rib ready. They're coming home. Meyer Meyer throws him over the pancake, and he has it pretty tight. He can get it lifted up here. He may get the pin. He's got the five count, got the three, five count for the three. Now it's just a matter of whether he can get the head up off the mat and get the call. He's in pretty tight. I'm not sure what part wasn't pinned for a while. (laughs) Drahota's going to roll out momentarily. Meyer hasn't given it up. Locked back up. This is even going to be tighter now. There it is. Meyer finishes with the pin. <laughs> Ravenna fans not happy. Three minutes and seven seconds. I'm not sure what they're unhappy about. Kellen Meyer of Ord. A pin in 307. 
over Drahota in the matchup of number two and three wrestlers in the state. Drew, Bogard, Drew Bogard of Amherst is now in the 220-pound final against Nathan Coley of Mitchell, and uh, Cooley is really, really yeah. good at 220. Walk over down here at 195 for Warner. <laughs> Trey only got to wrestle two times today. Yeah. So Trey Warner will take home third place at 195 pounds. I'm not sure what the controversy is at 182. I'm not sure what they're saying happened. I, I guess I didn't see anything that would have been controversial in that match. Coach is still down there yeah. discussing it with Dwayne Skiles. I'm not sure what they're what they're saying. <laughs> well, they sure didn't think he was pinned, was, that's for sure. definitely plenty of time, and he looked pretty tight. But So Cooley of Mitchell is ranked fifth at 220 pounds. Bogart is ranked tenth. And we have wrestled a scoreless first minute there. Now we have a heavyweight final down here, the 285 final with Rice and Pesota. Pesota had a heck of a semifinal, and Pritchard Rice with the trip in the early takedown. He gets him five seconds into the match. be hard for him to keep Pesota down. He's a big man. It's tough to keep him down on the mat. And Pesota pops right up, has the escape ten seconds later. Two to one as they man, man, man each other up. Yep, they're, they're pushing each other around pretty well here. Boy, Cooley threw Bogard almost to his back, and somehow Bogard just kind of pogo stick back up. Now there's the takedown, and two it's 2 nothing Cooley with 20 seconds to go in the first period. Rice picks up another takedown to take a 4-1 lead. So the and big boys are wrestling our two finals, our final two finals. Here on KKPR-FM. Rice has a wing locked up on him if he can get out and run it. Back over here at 220. Bogard's able to get a reversal here in short time. Ten seconds to go. We are tied Cooley's at two, and Cooley gets out. He's trying to get yeah, a whole reversal. Right to reversal and back. Reversal to his back, and he will get, get enough two, for a two-count, two Yeah, he should get the two near fall on this. Yep. Six to two, Cooley of Mitchell over Bogard of Amherst. And that will be the 220-pound second period. Cooley wins the toss, and he's going to take his option and go down. So, again, an Amherst wrestler will be on top. Back over here at heavyweight, it's still Rice of Ward 4, Pesota of Ravenna 1. Pesota on the whistle hits a nice little sit-out, but Rice followed the hips well, and I just got to take him flat to the mat with that two-on-one. Just not pulling back on top of him. You're heavyweight. You want to be pushing him forward. Don't pull him on top of you. Because that's a recipe for disaster when you bring that much weight back on top of you. Cooley gets the escape here for Mitchell. He now leads Bogard 7-2. Just 15 seconds gone in the second period. Got 20 seconds left in the first period down here with Rice holding on to a 4-1 lead. Soda gets to his feet again. Reaches for a headlock. Gets the escape with 8 seconds left. That's short time points at... Always seem to come back to haunt you. So that'll be the end of the first period. Four to two. The baton gal was a little late getting out there, like the rest of us. <laughs> Seven hours of wrestling so far. A lot longer than I know all of us in central Nebraska anticipated I, media, coaches, participants. Yeah, much, much longer than I thought this was going to go today. 
They got a 4-3 match now. Pesota chooses bottom, comes right up off the bottom, take a lead. Or oh, Cooley has turned to Bogard three. to his back over here at 220. He's on the edge. Bogard trying to set up and get out Ooh. of there. But Cooley's got him good. Did a nice job of readjusting. Ward wanted a takedown on the edge of the mat. They're yeah. going to say that Rice stepped out yeah. and then came back in. That's yeah. why they didn't give it to, to he, him over Pesota. He did step out, too. He had stepped out here. I know you get upset as a coach, but he had stepped out. Cooley gets the fall. That'll be in 3.33 at 220 pounds. Cooley over Drew Bogard of Amherst. So Nathan gets the win. And you know here in the end... We got Eskin Don from Gibbon, Trevin Edwards from Loomis Bertrand, and then you slide to Chris Felder There's of Carney Catholic Rice and Kellen takes Meyer him down to his back. Rice takes uh, Basota to his back. Looks like he might finish this one off here. He's tapping out, trying to tap out. It looks like Basota may have gotten hurt on the way to the mat. Yeah, he is. Might have had an arm across his throat or something there, but nonetheless, it was a pin. And I believe 2.53 will be the uh, final time there as Bridger Rice of Ord will also be a champion from the listening area. Got a couple of consolations still to go here at the Big Boy Weights. 285-pound consolation. Yepes of Gibbon, who was probably a surprise was, qualifier. Yep. Yeah, I would say he's a surprise qualifier there. And, and so is Fullerton of Valentine. Yeah, these he two, was getting thumped. Well, he was getting beat. Getting beat? No, he was getting beat pretty soundly. <laughs> and, and, and he got a he got a pin late in the third period of the heartbreak round. So a couple of heavyweights end up staying home here. And then back over here at uh, 220 pounds, our third place match as well. The Chanticleers are on the mat. Yeah, we got uh, Alex Flesner with uh, Peterson from Chase County. And these, I believe, are our these final are, two matches. These are the these are the final matches of the tournament. <laughs> That's me. That's me. But again, thanks. Uh, there haven't been any oh. problems. Oh, oh, big throw as time, time expired. expired. Didn't get the takedown, but he said, certainly got it set up. That's three. And again, this is that are non-class A are actually still wrestling. Yeah, yep. We'll talk more about that a little bit later on. At the end of one, Pius led Grand Island Central Catholic 19 to 12, and Creighton is going to beat Villanova today, the fifth-ranked team in the country. They're up by 21 with two minutes to go, 83-62. Going out on a limb making that call this soon. Thank you. <laughs> That's the thing about basketball. You can't make one move and pin somebody and yeah. come from 13 nothing down. God, like, well, Flesner chose, uh, Alex Flesner chose bottom start this second period. Gets a quick escape, got out quick, got a quick escape, and again takes uh, Peterson to his back. It just happened to be out of bounds again. So they're getting Peterson in on a shot on the legs, which is probably what he needs to do. Yepes has been thrown to his back here at heavyweight by Fullerton. But he's able to roll through here. Take down two near fall two. So it's 4 nothing right off the whistle here to start the second period. And back in a throw-throw situation again here at 220. So be interesting to see who gets the trip this time. Flesner did get the escape to start the period. So he is up one to nothing. And again, it looks like our team race. Oh! Gets the big throw, throws him to his back, and gets the fall. 
Oh, Flesner, the pin in 201. And I'm going to tell you what. There's going to be a couple things here. This team race is only going to be about three points apart. Yeah, yeah pick, and that, up, that, the, yeah. the match at 60 and the match at 70 are going to come back to haunt the Chanticleers where they were the uh, top seed in those matches and lost both of them close. Both of them one-point matches, two-point matches. It's just really difficult when you get to that point. So. so we're down to the final match, third place at heavyweight. Daniel Yepes of Gibbon got an escape here after being put on his back, but... Fullerton of Valentine leads it 4-1 with 40 seconds to go in the second period. Yepes, center circle. Can he throw the junior from Valentine? Fullerton tries to get a headlock in. Yepes slips out of it. 20 seconds to go in the second period. Both these guys have been moving really well through this match. It hasn't been where they just kind of stood in the center leaned against each other. They've been moving around and trying to do something. So, The New West Post Game Show coming up as soon as this match comes to an end. Be interesting talking to the coaches tomorrow. And happy Valentine's Day to everybody. Coaches are going to be trying to take care of their significance. Others. <laughs> and, and they're just trying to get home. Yeah. You know what that's like. And yeah. then they're going to try to get ready for... Probably a little workout maybe tomorrow. It'd be tough for some of these guys that aren't getting home till overnight. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know if a lot of them will work out tomorrow. I think a lot of coaches will get their kids a day off, let them get let them get their bodies back together. This is a, no matter how you do it, a district is always grueling. I mean, there's always going to be grueling matches. You're going to take their toll on kids, and it's just tough as you get to the end. So getting that little bit of rest tomorrow, kind of get your legs under you and stuff. Better cold coming up. You know, it's going to be tough to. Don't really want to get kids out and get them doing too much tomorrow. So. Well, Yepes takes bottom to start the third period. He's going to get an immediate escape here against Stephen Fullerton. So they're back on their feet, four to two, a minute and a half to go in the match, and Yepes has got to find a way to score from his feet. We really haven't seen yeah. that today. Yeah, he's got to break. He's got to break through the the defense of Fullerton. Fullerton's just really blocking the head out, keeping him from getting anywhere in, getting anything in tight, keeping him at arm's length, and and uh, he's just he's got to find a way to create an angle here and get. Got to get Fullerton moving that foot to him so he can step down and pick up that single leg or something or he's not going to get it done. Looks like Fullerton has put it out there for him a yeah. couple of times too, yeah. and Yepes hasn't even looked yeah, at it. It's just a matter of reaching down and taking it. I mean, he's kind of trying to get it unless he's – I don't think he's trying to bait him either. I just think he has difficulty moving on that leg, and, and he's got to be able to just reach down, pick it up, and drive across. I think he does that. He'll be fine. 50 seconds to go. Yepes now starts a bull rush. We might He might actually go for the opposite yep. leg. Fullerton, Fullerton throws him, throws dives him. on him, and there it is. Two-point takedown. That should probably end the match there, unless Yepes is able to hit a roll or something and finish here, but I don't I don't think we're going to. I think this is going to be the finish of this match. we got 30 seconds left. They can stay here by the boundary line and not do much. We should be, should be done. Saw a couple of kids earlier today that were up in the semifinals. Didn't make it to state. See yep. a kid like Fullerton who was getting thumped in the Heartbreak round, and he's going to finish third. He's going to finish up third and be in a good position going into state meet. Maybe get healed up even a little bit more. He'll take a 7-3 and three mark down there as the final 10 seconds of the 2021 C4 District Wrestling Championship in Valentine come to a close. He's got actually got still putting the cradle together he may, get, he may get the fall. Oh, he loses his grip on his cradle. They he will. still gets a two-near fall out of it to get the major decision at the end. Well, and a one-point escape. Oh, okay, so it kills a major decision. Yep. So. so it should be a final score of 8-3, to three, but that will send Yepes down as a heavyweight in fourth place, and that will wrap up 
the 2021 championships. We will get you into the New West postgame show. If you missed anything, we'll have the final team scores and all the medalists who's going to Omaha. We'll check in on some of the other districts as well. Stay with us here on Power 99. Town and Country Bank. They believe that a bank is more than just a business. It is a vital part of the community. With offices in Ravenna, Pleasanton, Litchfield, or Kearney, Town and Country Bank. Best of luck, wrestlers. Pools, hot tubs, fireplaces, and accessories. Backyard fun is what we provide. This is Doug with Detterdings. See us for quality products and expert local service. We're proud of all the wrestlers in central Nebraska. Keep striving to excel from Detterdings and Kearney and Grand Island. Adams County Bank meets your personal and business needs. Experienced Adams County Bank employees provide excellent customer service and know customers by name. The Adams County Bank supports local organizations, making a difference in the lives of people living here. Decisions are made quickly and by people living in the communities Adams County Bank serves. Large enough to serve your personal and business needs, yet small enough to know you. Let the Adams County Bank show you what they have to offer. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. I'm Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life with a location to better serve every athlete, every parent, and every grandparent. No matter what your age, occupation, or hobby, we specialize in getting you back where you need to be. Best of luck, wrestlers. They'll be there to help that commercial job get done. When it's a contractor who needs it done right, they'll be there. If you happen to need landscaping rock, a graveled entrance road, help you with your sand volleyball court, they'll be there. It's one of Carney's finest businesses, the original Broadfoot Sand and Gravel. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Best of luck to all the wrestlers at state. From Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. It is time now for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Here are the medalists. We have no intentions of making this a half-hour post-game today, Terry. <laughs> so we're going to give you the medalists. We're going to give you the team scores. I'll give you a couple highlights from the rest of the districts. Here we go. At 106 pounds. In the consolation match, Ace Hobbs of Mitchell, a 2-0 decision over Garrett Wiedemeyer of Ravenna. In the finals, Trevin Edwards, a four-point move in the final 10 seconds from Loomis Bertrand to beat John Alden of O'Neill, 9-8. Got the reversal and two back points as time expired. At 113, the third-place match, T.C. Houston of Mitchell, a pin of Caden White of Chase County. And in the finals, Jose Escondon of Gibbon pins Tristan Grooms of Valentine in 448. At 120 pounds, Caleb Avanis of Amherst, a 7-2 decision over Tucker Bannister to take third. And in the finals, it was Joseph Yates of O'Neill pinning Clayton Wiedemeyer of Ravenna in three minutes. At 126, Ian Hughes of Amherst takes third by pinning Trayton Starr of Gordon Rushville in 234. And in the championship, Chris Williams of Valentine pins Chance Cooper of Bridgeport in a minute 14. At 132, Matt Bruns of Hershey, a technical fall, 19-2 over Brendan Boyce of Ord in 4.59. And in the championship, 
one of the great battles of the day. It wasn't yeah. exciting to watch, no. but it was Ty Rainforth of O'Neill, a 2 nothing win over top-ranked Quentin Frank of Amherst. Yeah, yeah, not, not much action in that match. <laughs> 138, third place, Hayden Cluthy of Ord, a medical forefoot over Hunter Douglas of Ravenna. Remember that. First place match, Damian Bell of Bridgeport, a pin of Ashton Lures of Valentine in 451. At 145, Caden Perez of Mitchell takes third over Jace Friesman of Gordon Rushville. Sudden victory, 5-3. And in the championship, it was Brady Thompson of O'Neill, now 41-1, pinning Quentin Ackley of Ravenna in 411. At 152 pounds, Trevor Widener of Bridgeport, an 8-0 major decision over Levi Drukey of O'Neill. And another great final, it was Chris Feldner of Kearney Catholic, a 6-3 win over Tryon Calarose of Arcadia Loop City. At 160, Peyton Riesbach of Ravenna takes third over Drake Jansen of Valentine. He beat him twice today. The fifth seed's going to state. He does it in 243. And in the championship, we went to the ultimate tiebreaker. Stephen Menke was able to ride out Garrett Cluthy for the 30 seconds to win it 5-40. to 40. At 170, Tegan Snyder of Gordon Rushville takes third over Tag Butchel of Valentine in 342. And in the championship, Servando Gonzalez, a 7-5 decision over Ryan Gabriel of Ord. 182, Brody Bogart of Amherst rallies from a 9-1 deficit to win by pin over Talon Pasco of Gordon Rushville to take third. And in the championship, the matchup of the two and three ranked wrestlers, number two, Kellen Meyer, Goes to 37-3 with a 307 pin over 41-6. Jesse Drahota of Ravenna. At 195, Trey Warner of Ord takes third in a medical forfeit over Joel Abramson of Lewis Bertrand, who's fourth. And in the championship, there was a lot of action. It was 10-5 at the end of the first period. And Riley Galloway turns Salvador Rodriguez right off the bat in the second period and wins it by pin in 213. At 220. Third place goes to Alex Flessner of Ord, pinning Jarrett Peterson of Chase County. And they haven't even scored those points yet. I, they never did put that on track, Derry, so those points haven't those even haven't been in put yet. in yet, I don't think. And in the championship, Nathan Cooley of Mitchell, now 30-1 and after pinning Drew Bogart of Amherst in 333. And at heavyweight, uh, it was... Stephen Fullerton of Valentine downing Daniel Yepes of Gibbon. And in the championship, Bridger Rice of Ord was a winner by pin over Thomas Posota of Rosetta or of Ravenna. The team scores of this 16-team championships. Ainsworth was 16th with three. Centura 15th with four. Chase County was 14th with 21. 22 and a half for Hershey, who was 13th. 12th, Arcadia Loop City, 23. 11th was Kearney Catholic with 28. Gibbon had 29 points, and that was 10th. Loomis Bertrand finished in 9th today with 31 points. Gordon Rushville with 50 points is 8th. Mitchell, 68 points is 7th. 6th is Bridgeport with 82. 5th is the host, Valentine, with 89.5. 4th, Ravenna, 106. 3rd, Amherst, 113. 2nd, as it sets in front of us at this moment, O'Neill with 129 and a half and the Ord Chanticleers your 2021 C4 district champion with 135 points Derry what do you think team results and maybe a couple of the matches that stood out yeah, today I, uh, well I, I think the matches stood out for me the 152 pound final with Feldner and, and Kalros as well wrestled match both guys wrestled hard all the way through that one I thought that was really a quality match uh, match up to watch through the day I, I, really good wrestling by both guys I, I was impressed with the uh, 
uh, uh, Mankey kid from Bridgeport and the way that he was able to pick up the win there at uh, pick up the win at uh, one one sixty with what he did, and then uh, those those are the ones that really stick out. <clears throat> so a lot of a lot of good things that happened in there. Team race. Team race was an interesting team race. I really honestly thought, like you said, when O'Neill won at 170, I thought that probably cemented the team title for him. But then the Chanticleers come back and finish up with four straight pins or forfeits. I mean, you get a pin at 82, a walkover at uh, medical forfeit at 95, a pin at 220, and a pin at heavyweight. Suddenly you're back in the thick of things, and all once you win the meet in the top weights. So kudos to them and what they were able to do and, and picking up the pins for them as well. So kind of an interesting tournament. Uh, like I said, the, the points, people will look at those and go, how come so few points? Or you don't have near the rest as you have when you have a 16-team tournament. And when all 16 teams are in, I know there's 16 teams in here today, but not everybody had their full complement of wrestlers. So that's going to make change some of those points somewhere along the line. So, And, Terry, I'll ask you this, and then we can let you go, and I'll come back and do the rest of the districts, and, and we'll head south. Yeah. As we get ready for Omaha and a late start, 5 o'clock, kids don't do that. I mean, maybe it used to be maybe the Ord invite used to be after school. Yeah, Ravenna yeah, used to be yeah. a little later in the afternoon. But you don't start that late. You're going to jam all that into 24 hours. Yeah. Uh, it, that's different. Not Again, that's the way it has to be done. That's the way it has to be done. I'm not saying that. But we've had some different things with sub-districts last week, what we saw today. Anything that you're anticipating that might be a factor next week for anybody, Class A through D? Well, you know, I, I think the biggest factor right now is to just make sure you can stay clear of everybody and not get quarantined. I mean, I, for a lot of kids, a lot of kids, it hasn't been getting COVID. It's been the problem. It's being quarantined because one of your family members gets it or something like that. So I think it's going to be important for coaches to talk to their kids about, you know, keep yourself separated from people, wear your mask, do the things you're supposed to do. So you all have to, you know, if somebody does come down with it, you got to monitor symptoms instead of have to worry about sitting out or something like that. And then the other thing is going to be, you know, basically getting those kids, their, I don't know how to say this, maybe get their body ready for that late night because that's going to be a late night on on uh, Friday. And, you know, today's maybe kind of good because it did last that long. Kind of give them that idea of sitting around for quite a while and, and wrestling several matches in, a, in that period of time. So I think that'll be key for people as they get in there. You know, we're, we're really struggling. I think we're still going to send the kids down on Thursday. Just I'd rather have them at home in their own beds on Wednesday night drive down on on thursday get checked in the motel then go get weighed in and then wrestle i think that's a better situation for them than going down on thursday night laying in a hotel all morning and then trying to figure out what you're going to do yeah. that way you can maybe get a little light workout in before you leave on thursday morning and get the kids fired friday, up and friday friday morning. friday morning yeah gee yeah uh, i'm so I'm confused but trying to get it that way i think that's it's going to be interesting because for all the coaches nobody's really had to manage this before and so it's going to be interesting to see how they manage their kids and have them ready to wrestle when the time comes. And, it, and there's going to be some kids that they're going to falter because they're, they're not ready to wrestle at that time. So it'll be interesting to see the way things go. Valentine this Saturday, Omaha next Saturday. We'll be there Wednesday through Saturday because we've got A and D Wednesday and Thursday. And we'll take a break and be back to look at the other districts. Derry, again, thanks, man. Hey, really not, appreciate not it. No problem. Appreciate it. Enjoy, have, enjoy doing this. And I, I hope I don't bore people too much as we do this. So thanks a lot for the opportunity. Doug. Thanks, appreciate Derry. It. You bet. We'll take a break and give you the results from around the state right after this. To learn more about seed treatment options for your farm, contact Tom or Jamie Madsen of Madsen Seed in Minden, your local Pioneer sales representative. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. Taking this time to say congratulations, Whippets, and best of luck on the mat, we're so proud of you. 
In the market for some Galve? See Mike or Dale Taubenheim of Amherst today. Their primary focus has always been making functional and efficient cows, focusing on birth weights, maternal traits, pay weights, higher weaning and yearling weights, meat and muscle. Also your Traeger Grill dealer. Have a great beef experience with Traeger Grills from Taubenheim Galve. Go forth, save, and prosper. That message is brought to you by Citizens Bank, recognizing the importance of savings no matter what your goal is. Citizens Bank has a savings option that is right for you. Citizens Bank and Trust in Loop City, St. Paul, and Central City is a proud supporter of all the area high school athletes. Never worry about running out of fuel when you're in the field again. CHS will soon be rolling out an innovative system called AFD. We provide monitors in your tanks to schedule deliveries so that you always have the fuel you need when you need it. Only paying for what you need. And knowing when you buy from CHS, always get quality Fieldmaster and Roadmaster diesel to keep your equipment running top-notch. Find out more by calling Aaron or go to chsholdridge.com. CHS, people and resources you can count on always. All right, one final time. want to give you the best to our ability Everything from around our listening area, starting with Kearney High in the A2. The Bearcats finish third behind Norfolk and Lincoln East. Uh, Grand Island uh, winning the A2 today. The Islanders getting 13 of their 14 wrestlers to state. And their district champions are Juan Pedro, Ian Obermiller, Blake Cushing, Roglio Ruiz, Dane Aarons, Brody Aarons. Also a district champion today is Colby Lucas-Savage of Grand Island. And the Islanders also... Uh, finishing well with their upper weights in second and third place. For Carney High, here's how things there are medalists that are going to state. Archer Heelan second at 113. Ethan Lawrence fourth at 120. Perry Swarm, the runner-up at 126. Cisco Rivas, the runner-up at 132. Also for Carney, a district champion, Bo Hostler at 145. Gage Ferguson second at 152. At 170, Tate Kuchera finished in third. Carter Abels was fourth. At 182 pounds, Dario Rodriguez, the runner-up at 220, and Caden Johnson was third at 285 pounds. Now moving into Class B, and we will start with District 1. It looks like Bennington uh, is going to uh, take the team title here. Hastings is right there in the uh, mix as they are still wrestling in the Class B District 1 meet uh, going on. And as we update all of that here for you, it is Bennington with 136, Hastings with 113, Columbus Lakeview with 112. They're at the 132-pound weight class uh, right now in the championship brackets. In the Class B, District 2, York 140, Blair 132. They're midway through the championship round. Ralston is in third with 101 and a half. In the B3 district tournament, that is going on. We have Beatrice with the lead, 170. Aurora second, 131. Then Norris and Wahoo. They are at the 132-pound finals in their district meet. In the B4 district going on out in Garing, Broken Bow, 135. Garing, 130 and a half. Remember, Garing's ranked number one in B. Scotts Bluff, 88. McCook, 75. And they are not to the finals yet. They are finishing up consolation semis. And then they are moving into the championship round. So they're doing theirs a little bit different there in the B4. In the C1 district, David City, 167. Boone Central, 123. Fillmore Central, 101 and a half. They're at the 120-pound weight class in the finals. C2 district. 
Central City is going to win it. They are about the 132-pound weight class. They have 177.5 points to UTAN's 101.5. No one from the C3. No one, uh, of course, from C4. We were here in D1, Plainview 143. They're all done. Arapahoe second with 103.5. It looks like North Central was third with 75. Franklin finished in fourth with 61 points at the D1 meet. Guardian Angels was fifth. We had Kennesaw ninth. Elm Creek finished in 11th. South Loop was 15th. And in the uh, D3 meet earlier today, see if we can get you the final results there as well because we had a few more of our Class D teams uh, competing in that D3 as, uh, as we always do. As far as the team results go, or the team scores out in the D3, it was Neely Oakdale, number two in the state with 130. Thayer Central and Windside tied 106. Axtell was seventh with 56. SEM ninth. Highline finished in 12th. And as far as the D3, which was where we always used to be with Amherst, here are the uh, folks that are going to the state meet. At 113 pounds, Jacob Fox of Axtell was the runner-up. At 120, nobody from the area. We have a skip to 132 pounds. Southern Valley's Cole Broker second. 138, Cinch Kiger of Overton second. SEM's Reese Jones fourth. At 145, Mason Noel of Southern Valley third. Taryn Levicki of Axtell was fourth. At 152, Trevor Brown of Southern Valley third. Joseph French of Axtell fourth. At 170 pounds, Connor Schutz of Highline remains undefeated. He is your district champion. At 182, Caleb Semph of Axtell finished in second. At 195, Bryson Warner of Southern Valley wrestling for third and fourth. Aaron Hernandez of SEM wrestling for third and fourth at heavyweight and or at 220 and at heavyweight SEM's Brendan Hall wrestling in the finals. Caleb Klein of St. Cecilia wrestling for third and fourth. That's going to wrap it up, and folks, thank you so much for your all-day listening to the C4 District Wrestling Tournament, all that went along with it. The Heartland Hoops Classic, six minutes to go in the third quarter, Pius 46, Grand Island Central Catholic 30. You can hear that on 1460 and 1550 AM and 92.1 FM. So that's what you've got going on with the two major games, Bellevue West tipping off at 715 against Sunrise Christian Academy and Millard North against Oak Hill Academy at 9 o'clock. For our producer-engineer Grant Ty and the Hall of Famer Derry Trampy, I'm Doug Duda. Ord edges out O'Neill for the district championship here in Valentine. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 3 for our Power 99 Wrestling Rally and see you in Omaha next week. I like small towns. This is home to me. I can't imagine being anywhere else. There's a sense of, of camaraderie, helping whenever you can. We are more caring because of that, because you know we want to do the best for our neighbors and our friends. When you hear that you have metastatic breast cancer, you get knocked down, and either you stay down, or you pick yourself up and you keep going. We are Nebraskans, and we are ultimately a family. It goes from there. Carlene is one of those that says, just do it and who will talk and who will joke with you and who will uh, cry with you. One of the things that I truly love about Mary Lanning is that we are an independent hospital. We don't have somebody out in California telling us how to run our hospital. At Mary Lanning, we can make things happen. I'm Carlene Springer, and I'm a Nebraskan at heart. 
proceeding has been a Platte River Radio Classic Hits Power 99 Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com. 